A city of justice A city of love A city of peace For every one of us We all need it Can't live without it A Gotham City And you are listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast powered by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out the BatmanUniverse.net for this and many other great Batman podcasts. And if you want to keep on checking out our Batman podcast, help us keep the lights on. TBU's been giving you a lot of Batman goodness for close to a decade now, but hosting fees and everything, it, it gets a little tight. So we're not asking you to, you know, pay your mortgage uh, fees to us. But if you could donate, you know, anywhere from like $5 or whatever, um, just go to the BatmanUniverse.net. Net. We have a donation bar on the side, and a little bit goes a long way. And think about it as if, like, you've just read a horrible Batman comic, and you're like, oh, why would I spend my money on that? You know, uh, and you're more entertained by us. Just use the money that you would have used to buy, like, a horrible, like, <laughs> New 52 comic. Well, New 52 is over, but, like, <laughs> just use that, like, $3.99 or $4.99 if it's, like, super priced. And, uh, <laughs> and give it to us instead. And who are us? Well, I'm Josh, and joining me is... This is Jim Gordon. You son of a bitch. <laughs> this is Donovan, back from Hawaii. <laughs> is it really you, or did somebody, like, pour ice cream into, like, a hat and, like, uh... <laughs> we'll wait and see. Yeah. And we're going to be discussing the episode, A Legion of Horribles, featuring the long-awaited return of Fish Mooney. See Fish Mooney say her name. See Fish Mooney in a jail cell, staring at the camera half-heartedly pleading to be let go. See Fish Mooney demand a sandwich. See Fish Mooney receive a sandwich. <laughs> and, lo- and, of course, some other stuff happening. Um, apparently, Strange, we learned this episode, he's working for the Court of Owls, and they want immortality. Um, you know, Darth Plague is the wise style. And uh, Strange, they're like, Strange, you haven't brought anyone back with your me- with memories yet. Oh, but I did, thanks to the DNA of a cuddlefish. What?! Uh, you'll see. Anyway, um, I gotta go. I have plans that involve pouring ice cream down Jim Gordon's helmet and replacing him with, uh, Clayface. So, everyone's heading over the Indian Hill. Selena's still there fighting with Firefly, and the only way to, uh, beat her is to say, wait, I will become your, uh, servant. All goddesses have servants, and Firefly's like, hmm, okay, seems legit. Huh. Uh, <laughs> Lucius and, Gor- and, uh, and Bruce have, like, a really horrible plan of, like, getting in there and, like, snooping around when they already know that Strange is onto them. But, hey, what can possibly go wrong? Especially as, you know, Peabody's giving uh, Lucius a tour, and Lucius pulls out this big Geiger counter, and Peabody's like, what's that? It's, uh... Oh, uh, nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> it's, uh... It's not a Geiger counter. It's, uh... Um... Uh, um... Uh, it's, it's the newest iPhone. Can I see it? No. Why not? Um, it's for black people only. I'm black. Oh, you don't say. Well, oh, look at the time. Gotta go. <laughs> come in queue. Come in queue. And uh, Bruce stares down Hugo Strange and does not blink, you know, so well done for Bruce. But Lucius and Bruce both wind up in a, you know, deaf chamber of Edward Nigma's design because um, <laughs> they Peabody and Strange decide to let yet another person three. Uh, Gordon sneaks in through Lucius Fox trunk and, uh, only to come face to face with Basil Carlo Clayface, who now has the face of Gordon. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you can't just throw it out there like that. What happens is that Strange drags Gordon into, like, you know, some crazy, like, Dr. Cortex room. He's like, Strange, you monster, you'll never get away with this. Oh, but I already have. Like, he puts, like, a big, like, iron jar on his head, you know, and pours, like, yogurt into it. And then, like, <laughs> you can't do this. I'm lactose intolerant. Exactly. <laughs> Take your antibiotics, Gordon. So, like, that happens. He's like, what did you do? You'll see. He puts it on some schmuck he, he resurrected earlier in the episode. And then this guy has, has the face of Ben McKenzie in a ball cap. He's, and now the coup de gras. And, like, gives him, like, this ridiculous wig that somehow gives him sideburns. And then... Beauty Watcher starts laughing maniacally, as do I, and Josh can prove it because, like, I sent him a video of me laughing at that scene because it is the most recalculous thing I have ever seen this week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> listeners, hold on one second. 
I don't know if you'll be able to hear this, listeners, but let me see if I can play the voicemail that Dom left me. I mean, you, can, you can play, like, you can do it in editing, I suppose. <laughs> that is one of the seriousness. There I am. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna record right now. <laughs> I was a bit delirious. You bring up a point at the end of that voicemail. This is like a deleted scene from our April Fool's episode. Like, if I was to say to you, in season two, Fish Mooney is going to come back to life because, like, Hugo Strange gives her the DNA of an actual fish, which (laughs) which gives her the powers to, like, touch people and get what she wants. That sounds like something we made up from the April Fool's show, including, like, Clayface, you know, like, taking over, like, Jim Gordon's life, which, like... I I really hope that that goes beyond the season finale. Uh, I, mean, I mean, we made the obvious like like Smallville jokes. Like, I'm I'm like you, only a little bizarre, son of a bitch. But like, <laughs> oh my god, that was that was the most redonk thing that they could have pulled out of their ass for this show. And I think Beanie Wong's laughter says it all. And like, even he can't believe the nonsense that he's <laughs> that he's complicit in. <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, I, I really wanted to spoil this for Don the other day when I watched the show, but like what I had said when when I was talking about it was I, I prefer when the show's more grounded, and I'm not one of those people who's like Batman can never like talk to Superman or like go into space. Like I get that, but when we're talking about like a live action show, a Batman show, like even though this is a comic book show and it's going to be comic booky, that was a little too Saturday morning cartoon for me. Like I prefer like. A more grounded guy, especially if Batman. It has is to- very, very Super Friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially because Batman hasn't appeared yet. I feel like the supernatural stuff shouldn't happen until Batman's like already there. Exactly. Goth- Gotham needs to be like somewhat more. Although I guess we can argue that that ship has sailed, but oh, it's, 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 honestly, it's it sailed. I argue that I can see it sailed somewhat last season, but like definitely by this season, it's been a lot more comic booky. Honestly, it's not on where Silver Age, but um. I'm I'm having to, I mean I think this is one of the worst things that's ever happened in the show, but I'm having too much fun to care. <laughs> like it is it is bone stupid, but it's also really really funny. <laughs> I mean we 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 we've not put enough of a final point on it that like that that quote unquote Clayface imitates Gordon in the exact way that you and I ridicule Ben McKenzie's acting. I'm Gordon, son of a bitch, like. <laughs> Like, I really hope that, like, if this goes on for a little while, like, that he's going to try and imitate Gordon by, like, <laughs> just, like, basically doing, like, you know, an eight-year-old kid's, like, Halloween costume version of Gordon by, like, saying things that he think Gordon would say in a situation, like, <laughs> like, both being like, geez, Jim, why do you look so intense? Because I'm always intense, Bullock. I'm a rogue cop, the only one that this city needs, but I'm not a cop anymore, but I'm going to hey, Gordon, get, get that finger out of my face. I'll... Oh, that's making it right up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> At least if you got to dinner first. <laughs> and I made some, like, jokes about, like, you know, maybe, like, this, like, he, he gets back together with Barbara Keane, like, Basil Carlo, and then, like, Lee comes back, like, oh, Jim, how could you? <laughs> and then... Uh, because I'm Jim Gordon, and I'm a renegade in Maverick who doesn't play by the rules. <laughs> now come have sex with me and forgive me. Well... <laughs> If you say, wait a minute, I almost fell for that. Oh, drats. When, when that guy first appeared with his face stretching, I, like, texted Don, like, Clayface with a question mark. But I was like, oh, that's probably not really Clayface. But then at the end when they said, you know, oh, Basil, I was like, ooh, Basil Carlo, who was Clayface in the Golden Age before Matt Hagen. And, like, the original concept of Clayface was kind of more of, like, a Phantom of the Opera serial killer who went after Batman's, like, shrew of a fiancé, Julie Madison, who was always, like, you know, yelling at Bruce for not getting off his butt, and then she'd, like, say to Batman, like, oh, Batman, if only my fiancé can be more like you. And then, like, you know, Batman would, like, look at the reader, like, ha, 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 isn't that right, Robin? She wants Bruce Wayne to be more like me. What a laugh. Ha, 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 ha. Because I am Bruce Wayne. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, the Bob and Carlo version is the main Clayface. He, he came back, I mean, he never really, he became ultimate Clayface in the comics. 
Like, he had the powers of all the clay faces because of, after the mud pack. Although in the anime series, it was Matt Hagen, but like, uh, this one, yeah, because the Golden Age Clayface, we was just like a guy in a, in the rubber mask, sniping people up. Yeah. And this one, he is the chameleon to Gordon Spider-Man. <laughs> to which, like, at one point when Strange was playing all this, he commissioned a commission a Gordon wig. Yeah, he just had that on standby. That like didn't look anything like Ben McKenzie's hairstyle. But wait a minute. Like, hey. Strange is bald. Do you think that, like, he had that wig because he would, like, put it on in the mirror and, like, pretend to be Jim Gordon because he was jealous? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you, Strange. Oh, yes, that'll do quite nicely. <laughs> oh, <dear>. oh, I'm Jim Gordon, and two beautiful women are in love with me. Oh, woe is me. I keep on killing mobsters and getting away with it. Oh, no, the penguin owes me another favor. I have... <laughs> <laughs> well, how much of how much of the show is 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 uh, strange aware of? I mean, he probably didn't <laughs> he, movie, he has a DVD of the first season, you know, that he and P Buddy watch, you know, every week. Like, <laughs> oh man, check this out! They still don't even remember that that thing has been a dishwasher for weeks. <laughs> oh man, maybe this will be the week where Maroni finally finds out that Penguin's still working for Falcone. I oh, yeah. still think that Falcone's a weak old man. Peabody, I swear to God. <laughs> oh God. Um. So we're, we're like okay, like I said, you know, I'm having a lot of fun, fun with this. I think this. I mean, I said to you in a text last episode because last episode ended awesomely with like uh, Penguin and and Butch rolling up with the Roscoe and just blowing Theo Galavan sky high. I was like, okay, this show can do no wrong from this point in. I spoke way too soon. Yeah, I, 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 this, I think this is. You, you said like you know you're willing to you prefer that for the supernatural stuff not to be there, but you're willing to roll with it. I'm not letting it bother me that much, but at the same time, this is some pretty crappy stuff. <laughs> like, what? What exactly is he going to do with a clone Gor- with, with a, a clayface Gordon running around? Like, why can't he just kill him? <laughs> like, what? What? What is going on? <laughs> why doesn't he kill? Well, actually, you kind of get why he doesn't kill Bruce this episode because you you see that like there's like some sort of an affection there. You know, which, which, which I can buy. Yeah, he seems, like, legitimately torn. Like, you look just like your father. I loved your father. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean I, yeah, I, I, part of me, for a while, I thought he was just kind of BSing Bruce, but, like, he says, you know, I gen- he genuinely reminds me of Thomas, who, I, he says, ironically, I miss Thomas. Like, he doesn't regret having to do with his death, but he doesn't, like, out and out hate him. So, like, I thought that was okay. But, like, he's just he's just playing with Gordon for no reason, just, just, just to make me laugh. <laughs> it's just... Oh, but like I mean, like I don't know how you feel about this. But I thought that was like the stupidest thing I've seen from the show in a long time, and that's saying that's saying a whole hell of a lot. Uh, not stupidest ever, but stupidest in a long time. Yes, I, I will go with that. Like that was pretty ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, the Nora Freeze episode that was. <laughs> that was dumb. I think this is much stupider than that. <laughs> this is stupid, but like this does have like some entertaining potential, depending on like what they do with this. And I feel like replacing Gordon is such like a big thing that like I don't feel like they're just going to do it for one episode and then it's status quo. Like, what if, I mean, if, 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 if I wanted to be a nerd, I could say you know they're obviously doing Legends where like Gordon was replaced with a Manhunter robot, but like that's not what they're doing. Oh. <laughs> what, what what if they're what if like Gordon's fighting Gordon? And then, and then, like, Bullock and, like, Strike Force come. And it's like, shoot him! No, Harvey, shoot him! I'm the real Gordon. I am the real Gordon! Alright, tell me something that only, that only Gordon would know. Um, uh. I have no home! <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, it's perfectly okay to, like, you know, break the rules and murder a mobster. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> how do i know which one's which? but then and then like there's an explosion and then like only one gordon comes out and it's like jim is that you yeah harvey it's me the other gordon's gone and then like he and Har and, and he and Bullock- turns around does a thrill yes that's what i was about to say like, like he and bullock walk away and then like last part of the season he he like <laughs> vincent price starts laughing I texted you earlier today, like you know, between because there's a scene earlier where, where like you know, um, uh, what did what did Bullock say? Like, like, like Bullock says we need a reason to to go to investigate Strange for the third time, and goes like, since when do you care about that? Since I became captain, and I was like, okay, at this point, who gives a f- about the law and rules and their job? 
of Gordon or Strange? Because people I saw say, Strange, that, you know, our bosses, the Code of Owls, won't like that. And he's like, oh, who cares? I'm sure they won't be mad at me. And then, like, five minutes later, they kind of are. She's like, you promised me you'd resurrect someone with memories. <laughs> well, joke's I, on you. <laughs> I have Fish Mooney, and she's remembering that Dollmaker arc. <laughs> you want to talk about Fish Mooney for all we can? Yeah, uh, I understand why she was heavily promoted in this episode, but like, when you bring a character like Fish Mooney back, and like, she better do something in the season finale. <sighs> have her do something. It, she was so promoted as, like, you know, the big grab of this episode. And then, like, halfway through the episode, I was I was thinking, like, wait, I haven't seen her in, like, you know, six or seven scenes. Like, she's done nothing this episode. Like, which I joked about in the recap, too. And even, like, when they're looking at her on the camera, she's like, let me out. Let me Yeah, she's not even all that. She was way angry in the Dharma car, where she's like, let me out, I'm fishing. But she's like... You'll pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I'm sure you're a weak old man. <laughs> they always are. <laughs> and then she was wearing like, these gigantic pumps and like this this aquamarine, you know, like like, like New Fifty Two. Because she's been stuff. injected with fish DNA. Because which, yeah, yeah, like, 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 are they serious? <laughs> which which gives her like you know the aquatic powers to demand somebody to make her a cheese sandwich. <laughs> Which she uses a full again. That's something we would make up for the April Fools episode, not something that the show would actually do. Yeah, like, but it did do. <laughs> She's given powers, and what does she get? A grilled cheese sandwich. And then, like, it's like Just so, a thing so, so. So why were her memories back and no one else's? And then, like, in a very Simpsons line, Trains like, who knows? Is it the cuttlefish DNA? Is it the toxic waste that we found her in? Is it like he he said like I forget what the third thing was, and I'm I'm actually gonna try and pull up that line now. I think it was like something something, like, something that they did, like the electricity, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, like is it one of those? Like it's like hey, you have you have three possible options here, fans. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> It's not gonna get any, it's not gonna get any more explained. <laughs> yeah, it's fish looking at the camera. You're making a mistake, keeping me locked in here. And then Peabody says WTF, and he's like, I know, right? Well, let me see if I can explain it. All right, let's see. Strange, Strange says it's too soon to tell. Perhaps it was the increased voltage, something unique about the cuttlefish DNA spliced with her own. And then again, she was pilled from that filthy river. Perhaps a contaminant from the water altered the process. <laughs> this is exact dialogue. <laughs> when he says, who knows, that's when you know they don't care. He's like, <laughs> he's like oh, oh, it's science, Peabody. Do I look <laughs> like a scientist to you? Actually, yes. Oh. <laughs> You're wearing a mad scientist coat, like, like, like Strange often does. Like, I need her precious blood for my experiment. But, like, uh, I, I think that, like, I agree. I think that, like, she had a little more like, attention paid to her in the show that I think that it rubbed off on you. But I will agree that, like, ultimately, she just woke up and ordered a sandwich and didn't do anything. Um, which, I guess, like, builds up for a gigantic action climax in the season finale. But it feels it feels really random to me just to bring her back at the tail end because she really didn't do anything in the first season. She was just J.D. Pinkett Smith. And in this season, like, like what carnage can she unleash with her mental power? Well, like, I don't that's know. the thing about this power. Like, if, if you're giving her this power and she's only going to use it in one episode, like... I feel like all of this is setting up for something like further at the beginning of season three. Like all, all these chess pieces. Are I don't like, know. I, I mean, like I, I, I can't, I can't see. Uh, she feels like such a relic from season one. I can't see her being a big deal. I mean, yes, she has powers, but like, what's she gonna? What's she gonna do? Take over the world? Like, I don't know. well, can't she like grab Penguin and say like, kill yourself? Ideally, I mean, like that's another. Oh my god. She's the purple man, but with that, but like she has to touch you. Let go, penguin. <laughs> Gordon, put a bullet in your head. <laughs> well, that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, I have to put the bullet in my head. Open, <laughs> open your mouth, Jim. There, the bullet's inside your head. Um. Okay. Uh. Where? 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 Where else shall we go? There's there's a lot. There, there is a lot. Lucius Fox, um, he's in, yeah. he's like, <laughs> take that Harvey Dent and Alan and Montoya, a series regular, actually, you know, 
remembering that he's a series where, well, it's not his fault, it's, like, the writer's fault, but he actually had something to do this episode, which, you know, I, I dug, like, you know, him going on the adventure with everyone, and... I thought it was interesting that, like, you know, in that scene at Wayne Manor with Lucius, Bruce, Gordon, and Alfred, a lot of, like, like, like they were all kind of, like, you know, resigned to whatever whatever Alfred uh, decided on, like, you know, Lucius and Gordon, like, offered suggestions, but, but they, didn't, they never said, no, Alfred, we're doing this, like, they all acted like they were Alfred's children, like, you know, uh... Mr. Alfred, if I could do this and Gordon could do that, maybe this will work? Well, Alfred, like, when he first went to Lucius, he, like, made it very clear what the power dynamic was, that, like, Lucius was going to be his bitch. Which, which, which is still maybe my favorite scene in the show. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> so, I, I could see him. Plus, Alfred is a very commanding personality. Well, it wasn't, but, but at the same time, he's an old man with a bum knee, as of this episode. Like, like, was it, like you think Gordon can't beat, up, beat him up? Like, I, 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 I'm just saying, like, it was interesting to me that, like, they... they defer to him in the way that they did rather than... Because if they didn't, they would say, no, we're listening to the little boy. He's telling us what to do. It was a very oddly structured scene. But I, I, agree, I agree with you. Like, I like seeing Lucius um, in this. Because I, I, like, I like the actor that's playing him. I have a um, plan, guys. Strange knows that we're onto him, right? Right? He knows that I know that he killed my parents, right? Right? So how about Lucius and I knock on the front door and go in. He won't suspect a thing. Uh, Bye, Joe. Bruce, that's a great plan. <laughs> and I'll hide in the trunk. <laughs> that made me laugh when like, he just opened it. Like, okay, Gordon, you're ready. And like, well, I, then Mackenzie's like sleeping in the, in the car. <laughs> oh, sorry, this reminds me of home. <laughs> oh. like, Lucius, Lucius is like, okay, come on, Gordon. And then like he looks, he's like, wait, is that a toothbrush? Is that, Gordon, are you living in my trunk? How long has this been going on? Pass the soap. <laughs> How long has this been going on? Um, since Nyingma was arrested? Gordon! <laughs> By the way, uh, I, I don't want to miss any of the great lines that, that Harvey had at the beginning, namely at the press conference where he says, you know, as per whereupon, the villain who called himself Azrael was revealed to be Theo Gallivan. Who can you say killed Theo Gallivan? Which time? And then he listens to the camera. <laughs> Which time would that be? <laughs> he gyms the camera. Well, <laughs> well, and also when he's like, and then in which Theo Gallivan was um, exploded. <laughs> yeah, blown blow to a face grater. Yeah, like, <laughs> Butch found the thermal exhaust port and like, you know, and fired his photon torpedoes. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this show's so bananas right now, but uh, this show has gotten off the. This show is off the chain. It's it's gotten crazy. Like, I, I months ago, I was really pissed off because it, they were like you know pouring acid on the character of Jim Gordon. By this point, it is so bananas that like I'm just kind of like just sitting back, lighting a cigarette, and just laughing because it, it, it's it's up its own ass. Like you know how inane it is. I can't take it seriously. Like whatever they're gonna do for the season finale, I'm sure it'll be. In, I'll sure it'll be wackier than like the last season but um i'm i'm down to ride i'm 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 kind of in i'm kind of really looking forward to it well all these chess pieces are coming together for the season finale you say chess pieces like it's 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 more like a a game of like a candy land it's just so (laughs) she shoots in ladders (laughs) but like i mean like like, clayface turns to to bald gordon and and, and says son of a bitch like we couldn't make this up if we tried and, okay, uh, I guess we should, what do you think about the Court of Owls inclusion? Because we were promised that way back in San Diego, and I guess, like, in the, in the 11th hour, they've remembered that. Um, and I know that you were on our show, or on the comic cast when we were going over that comic, but I don't think you've read the Court of Owls, right? I, I actually, I, I read the beginning of it, but I dropped a lot of the DC books around the beginning of Danu 52. And then, like, um, a year or two ago, like... When I when I started rereading some of the stuff again, like I did go back and I read some storylines, but like I did not read Court of Owls. I read like some of the Zero Year. I read uh, that Joker story, Death Death of the Family, right? That's what it was called. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that was confusing. Yeah, yeah. And I and and I read um oh what what's the one where everyone turns into Jokers, um including the Justice League? Uh, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, I'm not I'm not read that yet. I like to. Yeah, yeah, I read that one, so... But I, I have a basic concept of the Court of Owls, but... And what I said to you on the phone was, I thought that, um... The whole... Like, the woman that was employing him, I thought that, like, maybe it was, like, a Norman Osborn from the Amazing Spider-Man films thing, where she was dying, so, like, she wants to find the secret of immortality for, like, that reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, um... 
I, I, I remember that, like, at least initially, bringing people back to life was very, very much a part of the Court of Owls, like, like, uh, like, um, Raison d'Etre. Like, it was very, like, that was definitely a thing that they did. So I thought that, like, honestly, tying the Monster Men strange experiments into that and trying to bring people back to life with Galavan and Fish Mooney, that actually made an, a surprising amount of sense to me. Now, I will say, I thought that the, that the Court of Owls woman they had was really cheesy. Like her, her voice was like her, like you know, rubbing her finger up and down her throat to like make, make a mimic a, a vocal octave thing, but like and also like, the mask looked ridiculous. But um, whatever. Like I, did, I mean, Court of Owls is, is a really good story. It's not one of my favorite stories, so I don't really care what they kind of do to it. And by this time, like you know, everybody's kind of just using that that storyline anyway. But I thought that was an interesting way to bring them in, and I still think it's really, really like nuts. I, honestly, I gotta say. I was saying like a lot of scenes this, this season has been crazy and cheesy. This episode probably had the cheesiest stuff like culminated between Death Trap, you know, Frank Gorshin Enigma, you know, saying, Tell me your secret. <laughs> and then you have Firefly, like, you know, I'm a goddess and you're my servant. Now give me my flamethrower and I'll burn the, de- the door. Like, a lot of this is kind of just I, I knew Selena was going to live because, you know. Because, duh. <laughs> yeah. But, like, when that last episode ended, I was like, dang, like. She's screwed. Like she's, they, they, they got, they got to weasel their way out of that one really immediately. Uh, I, I mean, what were they gonna do? Like she dodged her, and then punched her lights out. Like that was it. That, well, she she dodged and then she hid and then like she didn't punch her lights out right away. Like it took like you know. But that was solved within like sixty seconds. I feel like it was a little longer, but like I, I didn't feel like it wasn't earned and like and it's not like Selena like did anything that like she wouldn't normally do. She used her water powers, <laughs> but no, I, I think like I think. Last season, the show was really violent and and it still kind of is, but like it was really like like dark for the sake of dark. I think this season they kind of embraced like the Tim Burton weirdness of it, to where it got it goes so over the top. It, it, to the point where they used it. all the Tim Burton cast members. Well, not all of them, like one of them. Yes. <laughs> if Keaton ever shows up on the show, that'd be awesome. But Keaton I mean, I like, needs to show up on the show, like Jesus, like. And, and honestly, I would love him as a villain because, like, you know, he was. Well, Michael Keane's a great actor, no, no, no matter yeah. what. So he'd be he'd, watch him play Beetlejuice on the show. Well, I was about to say, like, he was Beetlejuice. Like, he could play, you know, like. Can you imagine if if, if he was the Joker? I, I think he's he's way too old, but he's balding. He can do that, but like, I mean, well, like, give him a wig. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, my point is that, like, I think that, like. Uh, famously, I've, I've just really screamed at the show, but in the last, like, ever since the Freeze arc, I've just been laughing, like, episode after episode, and don't get me wrong, this is still not a very good show. I really don't think so. The acting, the acting has been, uh, the acting has been fairly, okay. it's, honestly, the acting's been kind of, like, up and down, between, like, you know, regular standouts like Davi Mazows and Sean Pertwee, and Ben McKenzie it does good work when he's allowed to, but, like, the villain stuff is, is just, like, it's so cornball. It's it's almost embarrassing, but because it is it's such a dichotomy between the goofy stuff and the dark stuff, I'm having fun watching it kind of spiral downward, and that's making me sound a lot angrier than it, than I really am. But like, my point is that like, I think this show is just really kind of like silly, but that's kind of the fun fun at this point because all we do is, is talk all week about how like what are they going to to do next, and like that ending is so much of like you know our our worst fears come to light. You know, like, because, like, they literally impersonate our interpretation of Gordon in the show. Like, son of a bitch, I'm Jim Gordon. Ha, ha, ha. Like, I was, I was dying. I was dying laughing. And, um, it's just, it's... <laughs> I, I could not wait to talk to you about that. And, like, and, and I called you, like, you know, after the episode to talk about, like, some of the stuff that happened. But I purposely left that part out because I felt that was, like, a big spoiler. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you, you saved the best for last because, because for real, though. Well, like, I mean, like, you would have thought I was, you would have thought I was trolling you. Although, like, the show's been so bananas that you probably would have believed it. Like, I told you about Fish Mooney having fish DNA and you didn't question it for a second. <laughs> I, 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 did, I did find that funny at the time. Um, but, but what do you think? I mean, you've been defending the show as, as pretending it's good this entire time. I'm going to text Stella telling her about that, because Stella actually, you know, listeners who used to be on here with us, she's behind on the show from, like, you know, weeks and weeks, because, you know, she's busy, and she wasn't digging, you know, the show as much as uh, she used to, but I want to see if she believes that, if I say, you know, Fish Fish Moon. (laughs) But, like, I mean, um, what would you have to say, like, my point, like, like, 
because you, you you've been defending the show for quite a bit against my you know my my rocks and tomatoes like do you think that like it's on a certain quality level still or are you just down for the ride no matter what happens i'm down for the ride to like a point but i mean what i've always said when you were like saying that the show is a lost cause is that um the show still like has good episodes in between like you know the ridiculous stuff like Hope was never lost for me. Like, Penguin's Umbrella didn't air, like, four seasons ago. It aired, like, a year ago. And then, like, good episodes like the Joe Chill episode, like, that wasn't last season. That was, you know, like, mere weeks ago. So the show... I guess what I can say is that the show is uneven. But, like, when the show hits it out... Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Well, when the show hits it out of the park, they hit it out of the park, you know? So I'm I'm forgiving of, like, some of the bad stuff because there's a lot of good stuff in between. But I I say I'm forgiving. I don't let the show forget it either because, like... Come on, how many times have I brought up, like, the show, you know, the show's short-term amnesia and, like, some of the stupid... Or or, or it's utter distaste of its own uh, uh, main characters, i.e. Harvey Dent. Yeah. Well, like... I, I guarantee you, he will not appear in the next episode, which means that his, his total runtime for this season will be less than it was in season one when he was a supporting regular. Yeah, where now he's like a regular cast member, and like, you know who got like more play than Harvey Dent this this season probably? Like, if it Firefly. I'd have to go. Oh, I have an even more obscure character for you. I'd have to go back and actually check to see if I'm right on this, but it's quite possible that freaking Sonny Gilzine, Butch Gilzine's like <laughs> nephew, got like more lines and screen time than Harvey Dent did. Uh, yeah, that that and it's probably close because he, he only had like like two two big scenes, but I would say it's definitely comparable. Which. <laughs> Which is just a, a, a freaking crock. Like, <laughs> I, I remember when I was like, I wonder if, I wonder if like he's supposed to mean something or if he's setting up something. Because like, why make him Butch's, you know, nephew? Why name check him? Which, speaking of like, um, that storyline though, someone from that storyline did appear. Uh, Ivy Pepper showed up, like, you know, speaking of old for a couple, for a cup of coffee. Yeah, like <laughs> she did a drive by. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here, kid? You're not Selena. Who are you? I'm only five left. <laughs> which, <sighs> to, which once again, he's like, I'm looking for Strange. Why? Because Strange killed my parents, you know. Oh, Strange killed your parents and not my dad, who the cops framed and murdered. That's a good point. Oh, get over it, Ivy. That was so last season. What kind of person doesn't get over the death of their father? Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'm a hypocrite. Do you think Ivy Pepper's acting's gotten better? Because I've always said that, like, I I never like the actresses like that. I always thought that she was, like, too young to, like, really... To really like you know earn a command of our acting talent to like be good one way or another, I think that like I mean she's definitely aged to where she she's tall. Herself, she's carrying. She, oh, with, I'll bring that up in a second. But like she carries herself a bit better, so I do think her acting's gotten better. But on the one hand, it's still stupid that she's even in this show, and, and I, I, I really don't like you know kind of like the whole homeless homeless thing with her. Like you know my my vision of Poison Ivy is like you know the kind of like hippie college chick who becomes Poison Ivy like. So whatever. But on the other hand, you know, I, I think she is definitely better, but that's not saying that she deserves to be in the show. That's mainly because of the writing. Not all, not so much of the, of the actress. Um, but to, speaking of height, like, like Bruce Wayne or Davi Mazzaus is legitimately the same height as uh, B.D. Wong. He's, he's, five, he's a short guy. He's 5'5". Five five. But like, it strikes you when you see him against Ben McKenzie, who I don't know how tall he is, but like, he's definitely taller than he was in the first episode of the show. Uh, yeah, because, like, when they did the previously on Gotham with the Matches Malone thing, and, and like, you see the flashback to, like, Bruce's parents dying, and, like, and then it, like, cuts to the main episode. You see the flashback as though you need it. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, Batman's parents did die. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I mean, I remember even thinking, like, dang, he's, like, he's even grown since the pilots. Which is good, and, it's, and so, so has Cameron being Condova. I mean, I, I feel that, like... She's gotten as better as an actress. I feel that, like, she even sounds older. Which will make it more sad. Like, if this show does go to distance like Smallville did and these characters do become, like, their counterparts, it'll make it more satisfying because, like, we do get to see these people grow up to become, you know, Two-Face and the Riddler and stuff like that. Uh, uh, I had a point I was going... Oh, yeah. Um, but I thought that that scene with Bruce and, like, Strange... I thought that that was Davina Zaus's, like, strongest scene since um, when he met uh, Matches Malone. Oh yeah, I, I, I would I would say I mean I think that he generally bats a thousand. I mean again I, I made fun of that scene just compared to Harry Potter, but I like that scene where he realizes that like you know his parents were done in by a friend, and they, they show that they showed that again in like the previous scene, like, the previous on Gotham scene where it's like 
that's not fair. That's not, I thought that was really good. Um, I think that like you might like that scene better than I do, but like I think that, like Davi Mazzaros definitely sells it. And I, well, and, and, he, and even he goes strange too because like. I beg of you. One th- one thing about that scene. Mm-hmm. Up until now, Strange has been this like very very like two dimensional cartoon villain. Like we're going to bring back the dead for the lols, Peabody, Moha. And this scene, like he has pathos. He's like, I I killed your dad. Well, he doesn't say he killed his dad, but he's like, yeah, he never really admits it. I don't think. Yeah, but well, he does imply himself. But like. It, you, you see that, like, even Strange has some conflict. Like, you know, Bruce, like, please don't make me do this. And, like, he has, like, affection for him. So it's the, actually the most pathos we've seen of Strange thus far. So that's that's another reason why I did like that scene. And Well, I feel that, like, I feel that, like, he was kind of still partly acting. Like, I wasn't sure how sincere he was being. But I did, like, when he said, in, in confidence of Peabody, I honestly miss Thomas and I have affection for Bruce. Like, that I did buy because he was talking to Peabody, but I wasn't sure if he was just, like, putting on airs to Bruce until he said, okay, I, I, all right, I'm out of patience. Security! <laughs> but, um... That was, <laughs> all that right. Was fun to see. <laughs> all right, I've had enough of this. Underoos! <laughs> Spider-Man says, everyone always gets one, just arrest <laughs> Spider-Man just webs them. What are you doing here? You're in the wrong universe. <laughs> It's like, and that's right, and I have my friends from S.H.I.E.L.D. with me. Isn't that right, Agent May? And then Agent May looks up Strange, and they're like, I feel like I've known you from another life. <laughs> a life for a life. My debt is repaid. <laughs> Why does that seem so <laughs> What is your name? <laughs> Call me Ping. I, I mentioned this last episode, you know, the one that you weren't on. Um, <laughs> I tried. I, no, you did try, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, but, like, Bullock being captain, I'm actually more okay with that than I thought I would be, like, as I had more time to think about it, because Bullock needs, like, a new role on the show. Also, I like that he's, he's clearly distasteful of the role, and, like, he says, well, well, how long will you be captain? Until the second somebody who was interested in the job uh, shows themselves or whatever. But you know what, like, if Barnes is like, you know, ah... Uh, I'm going to retire now. I can't be captain anymore, you know. I'm going to go become an astronaut. You know, my college roommate is, is going into outer space to study cosmic rays. I'm going I'm to go with him, you know. Word safe. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to lead a boring life as, you know, an outer space explorer with my friend, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> on an honest business venture but, uh, yeah. it's like man he's dumber than a pile of rocks yeah a pile of orange rocks get it because he he's, he's the thing you know? okay um i think i think i'm kind of bled out of stuff to talk about this episode specifically but like well i do want to there, there is nigma he is cool um <laughs> he, he he was he invoked his inner frank gorshin and just like just like pissing himself laughing at the end which is fine. Like when Lucius Fox is like, wait a minute, I know that voice. <laughs> He's like, uh, no, this isn't Nigma. This is, uh, okay, it's Nigma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he really didn't hide himself that much, but, um. And another Lucius Fox moment is when, like, Peabody's like, now come to this next room. And then, like, doesn't check on Lucius Fox for, like, a solid, like, 45 <laughs> seconds as he, like, t- t- takes forever. She's like, Whoop. no, Lucius, like, has time to take, a, take, 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 like, four selfies before she comes back. She doesn't even come back. She just, like, calls after him, like, Lucius, where I, like, any any tour guide would, like, have, like, gone back. Like, okay, like, what are you doing? What, what are Especially you doing? Especially when there's only, like, one guy they're talking to. It, it's almost like they were letting him do it, which, um, when Strange was like, okay, enough of this, it just <clears throat> captures everyone. I love that. <laughs> like, I, I do love how, like, they thought they were getting away with it, and it turns out, like, <laughs> He had their eyes on all of them, which, by the way, Gordon's disguising as, like, an Arkham security guard. That was his job in season one. I wonder if that's – I didn't pause it when he, like, turned in his badge, but I wonder if it's, like, his badge from um, – because they said it expired from, like, when he was doing that job. In fact – Oh, I didn't even notice that. Well, because that, 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 that's how he met Lee. I'm going to – I'm actually um, going to see if I and, – and Lucius agrees with us that, like, why are they dressed like the Beagle Boys? It's like <laughs> exactly. Oh come on! Who doesn't love a classic episode of Ducktales? Well, here's what I wanted to ask you. Okay, the one one, one episode left in the season. What do you think is going to happen? There's I don't know if I know what's going to happen. Like there's things that I think have think? to happen. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what do you think? What has to happen is Fish needs to reunite with Bullock, Butch. And uh, Penguin. 
Lee has to the whole Gordon and Lee thing has to be addressed, and it's ridiculous that like another week has gone by of him not mentioning her. So I, I th- those I suppose. and I think that we need to put a pin like we need to resolve like this whole killer of the Waynes thing once and for all. Like don't leave it ambiguous where like Strange is like okay I admit it I killed the Waynes but I was hired to do it. Who who hired you? Ah, oh, that's easy. That man's name was, and all of a sudden he gets like shot in the head. Yeah, that would be because they already did that with, with uh, the uh, last season. Uh, I agree. That oh yeah, they did that with Lovecraft. Remember last season when I was like, man, when are we going to find out about Indian Hill? Like, f- f- fast forward to this. I had no idea what I was in for. Neither did we. Uh, I'm looking at like Jim Gordon's um card. It doesn't say if it's like his Arkham Security card or if it's just like a cop card that he used to have. But, like, actually, that would be a cool bit of continuity if he got the uniform and the card from, like, his, like, days working at Arkham from, um... Uh, what if the, the guy says, ah, oh, Gordon, how, how is Leslie doing? Oh, she had a miscarriage, and I've never seen her since. Oh, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't these... And that's another thing, like, wouldn't these people know Gordon? Although, that guy did give Gordon, like, you know, kind of side-eye as, as he walked away, like, I'm on to you. <laughs> that, that, that chamber that, um... Lucius and Bruce are in it. Reminds it reminded me of um the jail in Cloud City actually, when um <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah I was expecting like <laughs> when like Lucius goes in they never even ask me any questions <laughs> he just tortured me for the hell of it <laughs> yeah, yeah so that um somebody would get like you know visions well and then Bullock is leading the whole strike force there which reminds me of the how it should have ended of Dark Knight Rises where it's like do you think we should send every cop you know like <laughs> that's a horrible idea. All the red shirts will finally die this episode. <laughs> It'll be a cop massacre with like only you know, uh... <laughs> just like in the second episode. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> with only like Bullock and Gordon left, and it's like, well, we need new cops. And then like all the monster men are like, where are we gonna go now? That Indian Hills closed. Say, would you guys like a job as cops? And then like Gotham will have this like superpower to lead team of cops with like different superpowers. <laughs> and they'll get killed off in the first episode of season three. <laughs> no, it's all my fault. I did this. <laughs> anyway, time for me to kill another mob boss. <laughs> okay, here's what I want to happen. Gordon has to become a cop again because I'm tired of this vagina. Oh yeah, shit. yes, yes. I forgot. Like, that. like, like it's, it's gone on too long and it's been really ridiculous. I agree that like the killer of the ways needs to be solved finally, for God's sake. Unless it's like Lou Boxer or somebody. Um, I I don't care about Lee, Lee to be honest. I want. I do. Especially want, because cause they're leaving it hanging. If they had a better breakup with more closure, which I understand, like, they did have a breakup scene. But because, like, she was pregnant and because, like, the miscarriage happened, like, ambiguously, like, off camera, I feel like there's room for, I don't know. And because he said he was going to find her and there was that whole thing of calling her, like, I feel like that needs to be addressed. Like, that's hanging there. It's not like him and Barbara's breakup. Yeah, but you're not wrong. I, I, I just, it just, it just matters me a lot less, personally. Oh, yeah. But you're not wrong. Yeah. I, I kind of want Strange to survive. I really do, because I love the guy. Um, and but, and I, we have to stop killing off classic Batman villains before Batman grows up. Like, like Maroney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Who could ever forget all those classic Batman versus Maroney comics? But also, I think... I think Here's another thing. The Penguin feel like he's been really left behind in the second half of the season. Yes, well, he had his old, you know, Pee Wee Herman family storyline, but, like, that wrapped up in, like, two episodes, and, like, it almost feels like the breakout star of the show has been, like, forgotten by its own show. I don't mind that because Penguin had a lot to do in the first half of the season, so I feel like they were kind of giving his character, like, a break to recuperate and build back up. So I'm sure he'll do something, you know, kind of big. And In and, the preview, I saw him and Butch, like, you know, firing machine guns and stuff. But um, Yeah, I, I guess they're, they're friends again because Butch is like, after this, you leave me alone? Of course. This is pretty funny when they were like, night, gentlemen. <laughs> that was awesome, wasn't it? Oh, yes. <laughs> it makes me totally forget the fact that, like, you chopped off my hand and, like, you know, and helped kill my... And, uh... Hello! <laughs> and all the other stuff that happened between them. Well, and, and once, like, you know, Butch sees Fish again... If Butch is in the episode, he needs to see Fish. I, I, I'm sorry. I'll agree with that. No, I'll, I'll absolutely agree with like, that. Like, <laughs> they are like the Kingpin and Smythe of this show. <laughs> with all the romantic tension in there. Like, they are the original, like, Strange and Peabody... 
what if Peabody like sticks around like like, like Butch and like like Butch did and like Tabitha. and like Tabitha did like Peabody's just like you know this like you know like lab assistant to whatever mad scientist the show has the sidekicks united or like I, I even had the thought too like what if Peabody actually works for the Court of Owls and she's like supervising Strange and then like. At the end of the episode, she's like, strange, you failed. And it's like, wait, what do you mean? I was in charge the whole time. And then, like, shoots him. She takes off her mask and it's an an owl face. (laughs) (laughs) You see, I was one of the original Pinewood people. Half girl, half owl. Hoot, hoot. (laughs) And then she, like, twists her head around. (laughs) No, this can't be happening. You are patient zero. That's right, Strange. And you know what owls do the mice? I'm not a mouse. Shut up and let me eat you. <laughs> no, I have work tomorrow. There will, you will be there tomorrow. <laughs> Gordon and, like, Bruce, like, kick down the door to arrest Strange. And they see, like, an owl, like, an owl's head on Peabody's His legs body. His like, are sticking out of, like, out of her mouth. Cap, like, and Strange's decapitated body on the floor with, like, his head in this giant owl's mouth. And they're like, what the heck? And then, like, the owl, like, flies away out the window. And then, like, Gordon, like, checks on, like, Strange's decapitated body. And at that exact moment, Barnes walks in. Well, every... Gordon! What did you do to Strange's head? Ah, uh, it was a giant owl, sir. A giant <laughs> owl! Gordon, you and your fairy tales. Like, no, I swear, I didn't do it this time. What do you mean this time? Uh, it was a giant owl. <laughs> and like he's a he's a, in a hospital gown. He he came straight from the hospital. He, he came straight from the hospital to go to Indian Hill. <laughs> uh, and Tabitha's was there too. Yeah, I, I I'd like her to show up. Like I don't need her to, but like. I, I don't know. Like, I, would be, I thought that she would clearly have died, but like they show her clearly survive in, in the last episode. Um, and and Jessica Lucas is still sexy, so I, I'm, I'm down for it. Well, and like I said, I, I said in the last episode, I don't know how she and Butch are going to like continue dating after he exploded her brother. But that's a good point. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, I mean, I think that like whatever happens, it's going to be stupid and silly, and I'm, and I'm going to laugh um, because I feel that like. The, the finale for last season was serviceable, but it wasn't. It wasn't like memorable besides the fact that it was a finale. This season, it's going to be memorable because of, because of what they had the balls to do at the end of this episode. So, mm-hmm. one way or another, I'm going to I'm going to look forward to it. That was the Legion of Horribles. Next week, the season finale, fellas. Which I I really feel that that's why I made the mistake because we like already talked about what our guesses were. Um, I can't believe that we only have one episode left. Um, Hugo Strange's plans unravel on the season finale of Gotham, Gotham, Gotham. While Gordon, Bruce, and Lucius remain at Indian Hill, the city of Gotham will be met with a new threat as Hugo Strange's inmates devise a plan to escape and start their new lives in the all-new Wraith of the Villains, Transforms. Okay, so that that one, by the way, like, it's a more vague, um, you know, like, uh, solicitation rather than the spoilerific ones. Now let me look at um the guest cast list. And by the way, like the main cast list still has all the people who like have not like don't appear in every episode, but they're regulars. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith as Fish Mooney, Kit Flanagan as the white haired woman. Nathan- She's not even mentioned in the solicitation though. Nathan Darrow as as Mister Freeze, B D Wong as Hugo Strange. Tanya Pinkins as uh, Ethel Peabody and Michelle Ventimiglia as Firefly Bridget. So I I, I feel like we already um you know like went over like what we thought was going to happen. Yeah 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 it, 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 it sure will be Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> so until next time, take two. This is Josh, son of a bitch, and this is Donovan up your ass. And you've been listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast. A city of justice and love. My throat hurts. <laughs> Let's get down to city of justice. 
Now, come on. We have an appointment with Judge Vargas. <laughs> Wait, that's not the right chair. <laughs> Jerome, please! <laughs> Gordon is Batman. That's absurd. What the heck's a Batman? And who are you? I'm Harvey Dent. I'm a series regular. Doesn't ring a bell. Um... Hold on a second. Yeah, I find something to do real quick. Pick up some of this garbage. Alright. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, I was gonna bring up something else. I, I kind of just want to spend the rest of the episode talking about, talking about that bullshit last week, but I can't do that again. Well, we devoted so much at the beginning of the episode to that. I, I know you're playing that song in the background. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let's get down to business. To defeat the boredom. To be dogs. Okay. Uh, so until next time, this is Josh, son of a bitch. Wait, 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 wait. Like, do we have the? Oh. The <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, so we can do that again. I know. So that was um. Uh, a Legion of Horror. All that bullshit. By the way. <laughs> It's been one year, almost one year. It'll be one year since I said, when are we going to see Jim's apartment? And another year's gone by, and he's told us <laughs> to have one. Well, it's, it's gotten even worse. Like, like A, they, back, they, they asked back if they acknowledged it. And two, he woke up in Gordon and Bullock's car in the backseat. <laughs> wow, what time is it? I like the joke, you know, of like, he's been living in, like, Lucius Fox trunk this whole time. <laughs> He's like, all right, Gordon, time to go into Arkham. Wait, why is your toothbrush six pairs of clothes? Gordon, this was just a 20-minute car trip. Why'd you pack all this stuff? Um, He's been home for months. <laughs> Define months. Well, remember Hello, when, hello we know each other. Remember when Jerome was, like, attacking the city? Oh, come on! You, 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 you were still with me at that point. Why, dude, dude, dude all, all of this has to be in the bloopers. Because this is some good material. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he opens the door and like Gordon's like, like alright Gordon, now it's time like what are you doing? Like, he's like in mid like toothbrush mode. <laughs> always uh, hi there. Always gotta have your teeth clean, you know, when you break your car. <laughs> 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 he's such a joke. <laughs> You're living in my car? Yes, and I'd appreciate if you would take it easy on those speed bumps. Some of us are trying to get some sleep back here. <laughs> oh, come on. It's not like you use the car. You, you've been spending half the season at Wayne Medical every day. <laughs> That's not the... Wait a minute. <laughs> All those voices I was hearing in my head when I was driving. That was you? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. No wonder the place was like... This, this car smells like farts when I've not been in it. Yeah, he's like driving and like Gordon's just like... With everybody only like dental plan. Lisa needs a <laughs> dental plan. Lisa needs race. <laughs> <laughs>